0: let the universe hear what you want this year so you can have it welcome to the create your best year podcast with your host clara angelina diaz anderson in this podcast we help you to find and receive what you want this year give you tips stories and interviews of what others are doing to create their best year welcome Jocelyn thank you for being on the create your best year podcast hi Clara thank you so much for having me I'm so excited to be here happy international women's day happy international women's day I've been texting people all day yes all day every day every moment of the day yeah yes yes we Um, have to celebrate each other we do and celebrate ourselves for that Yeah. yeah Jocelyn, tell can you tell our listeners who you are and what you do in the world? Wow.
1: <laughs> um, so my name is Jocelyn Sanz. I am a first-generation Dominican-American. Um, my parents were born both in the Dominican Republic, and they migrated here. Um, and I grew up in the North Shore, Boston area. Went to school here, high school, um, and after graduation, I got into the human resources field. Um, I've been in HR now for the past 10 years or so, and have um, you know, kind of had career coaching as, as an aspect of my side hustle and helping people um just based on what I've learned in HR. I realized how much I see. And um, it's interesting how you'll come across people and you're like, oh my God, I wish I was her career coach or I wish mm-hmm. I was his career coach. And sometimes in the corporate world, you're not able to do that because of your HR kind of hat. But I think, you know, I'm able to kind of give the same feedback I would want to give to someone with my career
0: coach hat. So um, so I'm very thankful for that. Wonderful. So you are Dominican, just like me. You're yeah. a mom, just like me. Yes. And I forget HR- that part. <laughs> yeah. Right. We cannot forget. Yeah. An HR professional and a certified coach and a career coach. Um. And so while you work full time as an HR professional, um, I you know you work for a university. You're building your your career coaching business, and some of your clients are who, Jocelyn.
1: A lot of my clients are, um, you know, Spanish speaking pro- um, professionals, people from the Spanish community um, that I think are just trying to figure out ways to, um, you know, to to get the resources, and so I get I get those um, I get those clients through. Harvard Ed Portal, um, which is a a contract that I got through networking through you, which is really interesting. Um, and after taking your career coaching certification, I mean, it's been a couple of years, but I think we've stayed, we've stayed in touch, and we've stayed, you know, in the, you know, I think staying connected in the network, um, landed me that opportunity, which was awesome.
0: Well, I um. I'm, I'm really excited to have you as part of my network because my mission, my personal mission is really to be able to show that, you know, coaches come in all colors, shapes and sizes and that the people who need coaching the most, right, those people who are at the margins of social hierarchy, the, the women of color all the people of color, Um, you know, people with disabilities, um, those who needed the most sometimes don't have access to it. And especially from people that look like them. So I'm really, really excited that you are doing this work alongside with me. Yes. It's wonderful. So I am so excited. Yes. So, you know, so I hear like you have your HR background and, and you would see people and say, oh my God, I wish I was their career coach. So what got you to to finally decide, you know what, I'm doing it. I'm going to become, I'm going to go get my certification and I'm going to start working as a coach.
1: I think it was that feeling, right, of um, seeing employees that, you know, actually in my, in my current role now, I once, my boss once got an email from an employee and the subject line said confused and frustrated. And in the, in the body of the email, she said, I cry every day, I don't, I don't understand what I need to do to get out of this department. And this particular employee has applied probably to every single position in the department, in the, you know, in the university. And um, when I started looking at, okay, what is, what is she applying to? What does her resume look like? What, you know, I noticed she's applying to all different kinds of jobs. It doesn't seem like she has a a specific purpose of the goal that she wants or what position she actually wants. She's just kind of shooting in the dart, any dart, you know, see what's going to stick. And I realized a lot of people stay in jobs for a long time. Um. Just maybe they're maybe it's out of fear that they don't want to have to go do something else. Maybe they think, oh, I have it good here. I might as well just stay here. I'm making decent money. Um, but I also see in other situations with employees that really do their best, right? They're they're they do they do what they're supposed to do. They go above and beyond, and then the, the you know the manager tells them, I don't want you to do any more. I just want you to do what I'm asking you to do. And that happens a lot in the workplace. And it's a lot to navigate, I think, for someone. They have to really understand, okay, <clears throat> when is when is it time for me to kind of move on? When is it time for me to explore other things or navigate of uh, you know other opportunities within the workplace or outside of the workplace? Or um, you know, what do I need to do internally to kind of figure out figure out exactly where I'm going and how I'm going to get there. And I I think that a lot of people struggle with that. And, um, you know, I just, I, I see it in everyday life. Right. And, in and when I see the same person applying to every job, um, and just the frustration people feel because they don't know where they're going. Um, and so I think, you know, being able to help people in my, with my career coaching hat, really think about that. Um, you know, it really brings a lot of fulfillment for me because it's like, okay, now I, I want to help someone that maybe I can't talk to in the same way, you know, internally, but I can talk to this person and say, you know, how are we going to fix this? How are we going to try to fix this together? Um, not only that, I know what people, I know what the recruiters are looking for. I know what the hiring managers are looking for. How are we going to help st- make you stand out a little bit better? um in order to get what you want um so i think that's that's where i realized maybe i know a little bit more than what i think i know and maybe
0: i do have some value that i can bring to people through career coaching so what so i what i heard you say was you know you narrated this story beautifully of someone saying you know emailing um your boss and saying like i'm confused frustrated and confused So it's like if anyone is listening and they're frustrated and confused in their job, you need to get a career coach because the thing is that so many of us are attempting to do things that in the past, you know, like it required for us to have a whole team of people to do something. And we, I don't know when this happened that we think we need to do things by ourselves or do it alone. Um, when this culture became a thing because this culture of do it by yourself. And so you say there's a, there's people definitely, I mean, I hear people applying for jobs for months and even years without actually having a professional, you know, look at their resume, really sit down and think through like, okay, what are my transferable skills? Um, you know, what are the different opportunities out there? And so um, while well, to you it's like grieving because you're like, I'm in HR, I have this, all this internal knowledge of what managers are looking for, like for somebody who isn't, you know, thinking about looking for a new position or frustrated in their new position, like when is, when is that point where you think you're like, if you feel this way, that's when you need to find a coach? Like, what is that? What's that point for someone? Should everybody get a coach, <laughs> a career <laughs> coach, when in transition? I think, I think if you're in a role,
1: um well, I'll give you an example of what happened to this particular employee. Um, one of the things that happens is that, you know, if there's a restructure in your department, you might you might be able to be, you can either get laid off or you could bump into a new position. This particular employee bumped into a position that not aligned with what she with what she wants or what she had been doing in the past so I think a good time to get a career coach is when you realize that you're off track and you're not aligned or let me take that back when you don't even know exactly where you're going and you need clarity on figuring out what your goal is but then if you do know and you realize you're not aligned that's a good time to get a career coach as well because then there's um There's someone that can help you take, even if it's micro steps, um, micro act, micro actions. I mean, like, um, someone that's going to, that's going to help you say, okay, well, I know you need, I know I can see that you need this experience in order to get this position. How are you going to get that experience? Maybe you can do this. Maybe you can do that. you know, can you, you know, that kind of that experience kind of transfers to this. Maybe there's a way that you can do this or, you know, or even figuring out ways to kind of say it. Um I think a lot of times people even have trouble figuring out how am I gonna approach someone. I'm so I know I'm supposed to network, but how am I gonna network? How do I do that? Um so I think even just with someone that can kind of help you even with a script on how to write to someone and how to ask for help from someone that might be able to help you um give you insight into a career that you might be interested in right that's one thing to to you know to try if you're if you think you know where you might want to go but you're not really sure because you don't have a lot of insight into that profession one one good idea is to contact people that are, are that are in that profession and you know Try to sit out, sit down with them, see if you can have coffee with them. Try to ask them questions, but first you have to get them to say yes, and sometimes right. that's the hard part too. Yeah. Um, and so it, a career like, which can help you with that, yeah.
0: Career coach can help you with the whole, you know, when I when I that whole journey of um everything that you describe, I think of um the process of positioning yourself for your next career move is really about. Saying where am I? Where do I want to go? What do I need in order to get there? Who do I need to be next to in order to get to that position? There's like a whole process it really that is. you can read about it, but if you don't having somebody hold your hand through it is, I mean, there's no words to describe um, how much further ahead and faster you're going to get with with a coach. As you were as you were narrating this process, Jocelyn, I was thinking when I had my first corporate job in Bank of America. And um when I was uh this was why I was like 20 years old, I I was still not yet out of college. And I um I was, I I worked in Rhode Island and I was going to move to Boston. So I wanted to get um, a job within Bank of America, but in Boston. And I was like that employee, like I was literally shooting my shot in the dark. I had no clue what I was doing. I was just kind of like looking up terms of things that maybe fit, but you know, like if I would have had a career coach then, man, that would have made such a difference. So what I did instead was that I went to um, you know, to to talk to those temp agencies. And the temp agency, now that I think about it, kind of did what you do, was kind of say, like, okay, here's where you are. I looked at my resume, where do you want to go? You know, here th- these are make maybe some possible jobs um, that could be a good fit. Um, but they do it from a business perspective, like they're literally selling you um to a company um but you i mean career coaching is like all of that without trying to take a percentage of how much you could possibly get paid um so for those people who like a lot of times they don't know what they're doing and they end up like going to agencies um instead a career coach um could be a great option and we're going to have jocelyn's information on the um on the show notes so if anybody wants to contact you um they can um so jocelyn like what does it look like for people to work with you like so you know this the name of the show is create your best year Mm -hmm. and so would you say that working with you helps people create their best year and if so how how does that look like Yes, (laughs)
1: Yes, <laughs> um, I think, I think it's because I'm, I'm still, tr- I'm still trying to figure it out myself, and I'm very transparent in in sharing that information and sharing what I've done so far to kind of build you know, leverage things and kind of build bridges where maybe there wasn't any, um, and. And, and think about things in a different perspective and in in a and not just your career but your full self um so I'm I'm all about that because there was a point and there was a point in my 20s where I was always searching for a way to just be creative I was so frustrated because I felt like my job just wasn't very fulfilling. I felt like I had all this creativity that I didn't know how to bring out into the world. And I remember I took a course um, at Middlesex County and I'm just interested in interior design. So I take this course on like, um, you know, window treatments and like curtain designs and things like that. Um, and I, I take the class and there's in one of the assignments is to create one. You're not really creating it, but you're 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 putting together like pieces and you're creating it on paper. And I was on I was on Instagram and I and I started looking for inspiration. And I came across this woman that had her own showroom. She was creating window treatments from scratch. She was a a, a, a designer, a custom designer. Um, so you can go to her, hey, I want this quick window treatment, and she was going to, she was sewing it. Um, so I remember I contacted her. I said, oh, I'm taking this class. Um, You know, I'm really interested. I had, I had worked at David's Bridal before that. I was interested in alterations, but like, I was always trying to figure out how I was going to explore and what was going to be my thing. You know what yeah, I mean? I'm yeah. um, just trying to figure out what I liked. Um, And. I told her about it. I told I, you know, I reached out to her. She contacted me, and we got coffee. And then all of a sudden, I would, every Saturday I would go to her house. She had a show, she had a um a work room in her in her house, and she would pay me to sew. So I would just literally put the music on, and she would pay me to sew. And I was just like, I couldn't believe it. I would I would have done it for free. But yeah. she was gonna pay me like she paid me twenty dollars an hour um, to, to sell, you know, I mean, she showed me how to do it. So I think, um, I think what a lot of people have to think about is like, there's a lot of small business owners out there and small business owners wear a lot of hats and they have to do a lot of things themselves. And you can think about if you're interested, how you're going to help that small business owner. Um, and, and if you think, and if you're always putting your hat on, how am I going to help the next person, then you'll figure out a way, um, to also help yourself, right. To help yourself get the experience that you're looking for. I've done that in a lot of ways. That was just one example of, I'm not going to, I've done that in, I've contacted people. Hey, I'm interested in getting, in in this, you know, in getting experience doing this. I, I think I can help you do this. Um, you know, how can we work together? And, um, and that's really helped me get experience in kind of different things, but it's one way of, if you have a interest in even something that you would love to explore, even just a little bit, Um, you know, don't be afraid, like, don't be afraid to just reach out to someone, try, you're going to get no's, you, you, you might, but I'm a, I'm a firm believer in feeling in, in, when you put yourself out to the universe and you tell the universe what you want mm-hmm. then something will something will come from that right absolutely but, yeah i'll i'll give you one more example no wait quick. a
0: minute before you give me the go example ahead. i just want to i just want yeah. to go back to the question right because the question was around like how is it that like how does the work you do help people create their best year and what i heard you say was that the mentality, this this idea, this mentality of like being open to reaching out, right? To first to try new things, right? To just be open to like, if you're curious about something, like you were curious about design, you're like, let me go take this class. And you wanted to get inspiration. So you found someone and you went and reached out. That led to a job. And you're saying this mentality of adopting this mentality of how can I help someone? I mean, that in itself, is, it sounds very simple. Jocelyn, but it's very profound because the sometimes when we're looking for, for work or like when we're, we need something for ourselves, sometimes that's the last thing you're thinking about. You're not thinking about how you're going to help somebody else. You're thinking about how can I help myself?
1: Yeah.
0: And so to be able to stay in the mindset of seeing yourself as a resource to help somebody else 100 I agree with you is going to absolutely open doors um but I just want to make note of the fact that when you're in a moment of desperation looking for work that's probably not the first thing in people's minds so that's pretty remarkable you can yeah. please go ahead and give me the other example I just wanted to um make note of those things
1: no it's true it's true um it it's It's because I I feel like you shouldn't fixate on only one thing. For example, I'm in HR. That doesn't mean that I have to fixate on only we're multidimensional people. Like we can have different interests, we can have different things we're curious about. And you shouldn't be afraid, I feel, to explore those things. Even if it means you might have to work in the weekends, you know, I know, or work at night, sometimes or figure out a way to do something online remotely um sometimes it doesn't mean you have to stretch yourself but it doesn't mean you have to stretch yourself indefinitely it's only temporary um most of the time Mm
0: -hmm, so mm -hmm. yeah no i i agree with you i mean sometimes we like we close ourselves off um for the sake of safety for the sake of you know I it's very interesting something that I hear in business a lot is oh you should have a niche you should have a niche and it's like okay um I get that but the thing is that you won't know what your niche is until you've tried to work in different areas right so to To continue to continuously tell someone that you would need to have a niche without giving the person permission to uh, explore right like for example with me like I started working with artists when I first started coaching um, then I went on to work with lawyers and then I worked you know with like I said I'm only going to work with women um, and now I'm so focused on doing leadership coaching but I would have never known that if I didn't explore all those other areas um so I think it's great what you're saying to give people permission to um to explore to to give yourself permission to explore
1: yeah and then try to find harmony in what you do right um sometimes once once you have an idea then you can you can kind of try to find harmony and try to you know find find ways to kind of so that everything connects for yeah. me, it's with a, working in HR and career coaching just kind of makes sense, right? And so, like other people can apply that to their own lives, you know, um, so that they can, you know, so that they can feel, feel feel their kind of
0: full self, um, in that way. So, Jocelyn, here you are, like giving people permission to think outside the box, to be helpful, to open their minds to new opportunities um when you work with someone like for about how long do you work with them from like this from start to end have you have you found like a sweet spot yet
1: not yet um I think people are in different stages so sometimes it's I want to a lot of the times it's I want to transition I want to transition careers mm-hmm. um and so that might start with why, right, What what's of interest to, you know, what's of interest to that new career, what's your motivation, what's transferable, and then I think the mindset, but also operationally, like your resume, you know, the, the tools, um, so it's, it, it, it varies, it varies right now, but I'm, I'm expanding, I'm actively expanding, I think, um, you know, my, um, my, um, what I'm, what I'm able to offer as far as career coaching
0: sessions. Okay. Okay. Um, so, you know, the name of this show is creating your best year. So I would love to know what does that mean to you and what are you doing to create your best year?
1: So I feel like what that means to me is really thinking about what's my competitive advantage. Um, and really um honing in on selling that um in whatever way I can, right and um and so that I can leverage um and get closer to my goals. So for example, obviously, I mentioned I'm in HR and I'm doing career coaching and one of the things that I'm also interested in is is doing HR consulting. And HR consulting is really different, quote unquote, than in-house HR, because you're looking at things from the outside. Um, and so it can be different work. Um, And I've never worked in an HR consulting firm before. So <clears throat> if I wanted to, this is something that I would walk a client through, right? You want to work in, you want to be an HR consultant. Um, One of the things that you can think about is what they call proximity principle. So how are you going to get close to what you want to be able to do. Right. And so one way that I can get close to what I want to do, even if I, even if I'm not ready to start my HR consulting firm right now, I can go work in HR consulting firm. Right. So one of the, one of the things that I did, or, you know, that I have been doing is emailing people. So one night I was like, you know what, I'm just going to start emailing HR consulting firms in my area. And I emailed like a couple, maybe four or five. And I emailed them in a way where I said, you know, I've worked in HR for 10 years, I've noticed that there's this gap. And, um, you know, I've I've noticed that there's an opportunity here, right? The opportunity being a lot of the a lot of HR departments don't have a Spanish speaking person in their team. And we have all of these Spanish speaking employees, but nobody, no Spanish speaking, you know, HR representative. It's a huge opportunity. So I said, I said, I said, I've noticed this gap. And I think um, you know, if you have any clients that I can help, I'm willing to. I'm willing to be that resource because I think that your clients could find that useful. To my surprise, the president's CEO emails me back. She wanted to see my resume. We set up a call. We talked for an hour. It all went great. After a couple of days, she did email me back and say, you know, right now we just don't have the bandwidth to train part-time. And even if I wanted to bring you full-time, I'd have to know that you can... um, you know, bring in enough projects to kind of, you know, that's how consulting works. You have mm-hmm. to be able to pretty much pay your own salary um, through, mm-hmm. through getting projects. So mm-hmm. my point is that that didn't work out, but I found an, I found like a formula that did work if I just found the right person. Yeah. um, And I did that because I did that and in one ways one way that someone listening could could do that is by saying okay well i know i don't have experience in this but i do have experience in this and this can be just as useful um so what what do you have to offer think about it i'm that's sure a there's some great,
0: that's a great example of thinking about your competitive advantage and not just thinking about it but actually testing it <laughs> Testing your competitive advantage because, I mean, the fact that, so I, I, I identify two things as your competitive ad- advantage, right? You're like, one is the fact that you speak Spanish. That is huge, right? That's, that just opens you up to a whole nother market. But you being a career coach with an HR background um, is like your career coach that has all the secrets <laughs> to... You know what people want, uh, people. What people want to know. Um, so that's amazing. And so this year, what you're saying, creating your best year for you is like really honing down and testing and breaking into a new industry for yourself, which is um, HR consulting. Correct. Yeah. And
1: and actively, I think you. I think you wrote you um you wrote this co-creating my reality, right? Not just waiting or. Not just waiting for the job to come up so that I can apply, but actually reaching out myself to try to find that opportunity. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think, you know, that's something that's important for me to think about too.
0: Absolutely, yeah. I mean, I I commend you for taking those steps. You know, any any small step, you know, you just never know where it's going to lead, and but it leads to somewhere. And, um, and it's great. And the more, the more, you know, what you want, um, the quicker you're going to get there by taking steps. And so Jocelyn, I really want to thank you for your time and coming on.
1: Thank you so much. Yeah. Thank you you for the
0: work you're doing. I'm so excited to, to be, um, collaborating with you and, and knowing that, you know, you're out there doing this work and helping people get out of a state of being confused and frustrated because I know there's a lot of people, especially Spanish-speaking people in this country. I mean, statistically, you know, we are getting, what, is it 50 cents to the dollar um, on average? And so just that alone, there's such a huge opportunity there for the work that you do. And am glad I just want to
1: thank you for all of your support, right, and all of your um, mentorship, because I feel like me kind of sticking to you, <laughs> um, you know, and staying close to you, because we we first had a I first reached out to you and I had never met you for a clarity call. And that was over five years ago. Um, that was maybe six years ago. And it's just crazy, right? That then years later I took your class and now, you know, I'm in the net we're in network and Um, it just started from that, that point, that time that I took that one step. And so I'm very thankful for that. And I'm glad, you know, to, to still be connected with you and to be able to work with you.
0: Yes, my pleasure. You're an inspiration. Keep going. (laughs) Thank you. you thank too. you for thank <laughs> you for being on the podcast. I'm gonna have um all of your information on the show notes for people who want to contact you. You um you are accepting new clients for career yes. coaching. Yes. Thank Wonderful. you. Well, thank you. Thank you, Jocelyn, for being on. All here.
1: right. Good luck, everybody. Have a great day.
0: Hey friends, thank you so much for being with us. To learn how you can create your best year, get the book, take the course, and learn more, visit clarifying.com. That's C-L-A-R-A-F-Y-I-N-G.com. And remember, let the universe hear what you want this year.